Welcome to Theatre of the Mind Flayer, a D&D play podcast set in the home-brewed world of Jekyll. We've got two DMs for some reason, which can only mean twice the fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time at Theatre of the Mind Flayer. To theater of the Vine Flayer, as Luke blocks his ear as I do that. That was pretty loud. That one was louder than the rest, I think. I know, I was a little like, boy. We are your hootie tooties and your patootie. This is Jacob Mason. That's Caleb Dad. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. How are you, Jake? I'm not too bad, thank That's you. Good. I watched Banshees of Minishiran. Yeah, you enjoyed it? I enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. It's very bleak and very gives me the, the existentials, but. You know, yeah, it's good. What did you think of like the old age, uh, rural Ireland? Like, did you? It's beautiful. I was like, that's it actually is a very live. beautiful yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The location they got is great. Sh- I don't know where they shot it. Yeah, but wherever they did, it was beautiful. I think it might. We were discussing this earlier. I think it actually might have been up north somewhere. Yeah, right. Maybe up the top of the island. Yeah, it's probably very in beautiful. Ireland. It was probably right? in the UK, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. Okay, you're listening to these absolute <laughs> fuckheads, Luke Sykes. <laughs> what up, uh, Hercules Mays, who was not Hello. a fuckhead. Uh, Michael Burgandy, who is a burgeoning fuckhead. Uh, Dalen Lester Serafini, who has fuckheadity about her. Amazing. An heir. And Danielle Butlin, who is... Hi. Careful. It's your anniversary. <laughs> Careful. It's your anniversary. Careful. <laughs> don't want to... Don't want to... There's a bit of fuckhead there. Uh... I'm sorry. Uh, we are your happy, happy friends. Um, we, a bunch of us, a couple of us, went and watched our dear friend Dalen do Ooh, some improvised wee. Shakespeare last night. That was pretty fun. I had a good time. Good. Some of, one of us had to. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> you look like you were having fun. We were just like, <laughs> that was very good, very funny, um, very silly. Did a, a Shakespearean tragedy. Um, everyone died at the end. Everyone died at the mm, end. It was I, great. I, Everyone's favorite the part. I spoiled it for Michael. I was like, yeah, so the formula is just as long as everyone dies at the end, they're good. Yeah. And at the end, <laughs> he looked end. across and he's like, everyone died at the Actually, end. Actually, you, know you know who I think didn't die? Yeah. The Crows. Yep. No, the and crows. No, no, they did. That whole battle is your classic battle. Oh, okay. They all they all died. died. I think yeah, no, yeah. I think they were, I think metaphorically, they all died. Okay, they all died. They all died. Yeah, but uh, metaphorically, yeah. <laughs> what a coffin! <laughs> he didn't die metaphorically. He's dead. <laughs> Inside, he's very sad right now. It's the same. He's dead to me. I always love finding out how I'm gonna die. You know, like and let mm-hmm. like because usually I don't know. My characters tend to get killed by other people. I don't. Tend There's to an alarming myself. amount of improvised Shakespeare that that ends in stabbings. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just the quickest way. It's the best it's way. Like, like when in doubt, stab them. It's yeah. it. Accept it. They're gone. But how'd you feel? It was good. It was nice. It was the first time I've performed improv in like three and a half years in front of people, mm. not just in my bathroom alone. So it was nice. <laughs> you do improv in your bathroom alone? Oh yeah, like while well, I'm like brushing yeah. my teeth. It'd like, be better um, than having people in your bathroom while. It's menu these days. It's a choice. It's a choice. Can you imagine? That'll be my solo show. The whole sell tub tickets. Was <laughs> people just sitting in my bathroom. I mean, it's an OnlyFans that probably isn't out there. It's true. There's the market. Improv on OnlyFans. OnlyFans improv. If I've already got feet picks up on the internet, what could be worse? <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually got feet picks up on the internet? Caleb, 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 stop typing, stop typing. It's okay, we'll, we'll put it up on socials later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's a Patreon thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're that. not giving that yeah. out for free. But honestly, when I heard how much money you can make, yeah. I, it, I, I paused. <laughs> Depends on the feet. Depends on the feet. It's I got, true. I got I, hobbit feet. So. I don't know if I have good I'm enough I'm sure there's a market for that. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, it's probably better than normal feet, to be honest. Your hobbit feet. You fucking northern nerds. <laughs> Show me your toes. Says the one who watched 12 hours of Lord of the Rings in a go in a movie theater. Yeah, but there was nothing ago. sexual about it. How hard did your wee-wee get watching the toes? Oh, uh, anyway, why don't we get some hard wee-wees uh, with some trivia treats? Welcome to this week's episode of Trivia Treats. This is tasty. What types of damage disable troll regeneration? Cancelling their internet? Fire. That is one, yes. Uh, Oh, there's more than one. Uh, Also, acid. Acid, yeah. I'll give you guys a half point each. 
Although Yay. I feel like maybe Hercules, you were probably on it, were you? I was. I was waiting for a discussion to happen first because there's always usually like a discussion uh, it, and a back and forth. <laughs> those and idiots silent, try so. figure it out and then you can swoop in. I mean, no, I heard that. Uh, yeah. mm. Hercules. Hercules has like a uh, needs like a, a one minute. Uh, um, what do you call it? Handicap. Oh, yeah. So if you're, if you're fighting a troll at the start of their turn, they will recover. 10 HP. Okay, okay. So, Don't give shit away, I man. Say, guess what? We're not fighting in this campaign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I see fire, but why acid? Because it also burns. Because like yeah. one of them I guess, is, yeah, is burning away, like burning, almost burning. Like, cauter- like cauterizing a wound, and then the other one is that it doesn't regenerate because it's simultaneously be eaten there's by a, the there's acid. A, there's a good amount of um, enemies in 5e that have regeneration. Like vampires have regeneration. Yeah. A lot of the um, planetars yeah. and solars but and but interesting is that like with at least with vampires if you get them out in the sun you're laughing like if you don't have fire or acid with a troll well no if of, you get vampires out in uh, that oh, won't, running water yeah but that won't well. kill them i think to, to kill a vampire because it'll just go into its misty form i'm pretty sure and yep. like go back to you its resting go to place. Its even resting a steak place. won't kill it you've got to you've got to do it yeah you've got to do a wooden you, steak you have in to the kill it place. at zero hit points in running water or in sunlight in running water you need to destroy yes you can bring their coffin but only in only in running water. You need no, to bring the, no, 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 you, sure. can, destro- you no. can destroy the so coffin in, in its entirety. In running water, uh, the women are surprisingly quiet on this monster talking. <laughs> uh, I, I dipped out, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> in, in running water, I they know take, different they take vampire damage. lore, but I don't know the official. Yeah. Yeah. They take damage constantly Spark- in sparkle water. By any <laughs> they do if you oh, okay. cast fairy fire on them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they take damage in water if they're in water constantly. Um, and in sunlight, they have disadvantage on their shit. But to kill them proper, you need to stake them at zero hit points in their resting place. Otherwise, they'll just keep gaseous forming back. Buffy the Vampire Slayer lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's been this week's episode of Trivia Treats. Um, trivia for you. Apparently, Dolly Parton was a, um, um, a ghost funder for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Very nice. Why? Was she like a Joss Whedon fan or... I think as a strong female figure on TV fan. Fair. Cool. They're, they're, they're considering doing a nine to five um, sequel. Working. And Six to, to like five. the millennial nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> nine to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven days a week, no days off. <laughs> anyway. Um, and we just banish you to ensure in ourselves. Did you say any? any we in a sheer in ourselves. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's actually what it is. Yeah, yeah. Banshees of Inishir and making you think about life and how much time you've got left. And speaking of time we've got left, why don't we spend the time we've got left playing an improv game? Yeah! Let's uh, go out on a limb and for this improv what game, doing? Make, make, up, make up something that, you know, makes life actually worth fucking living. I'm like half a decade younger than all this. I got time. Fuck. Uh, no, we're going to play movie trailer. We're going to have another crack at movie trailer. Um, now that we know the rules. Now that you know the rules. Yeah, basically we have one narrator who does the in a world where something, something, something takes a pause and then two other players chime in with enacting that little tidbit, that little uh, tableau. Uh, and the narrator continues on and does a roughly 30 second ad for some sort of genre based film ending with the film title. Okay. Who wants to narrate? Uh, you know what? Fuck it. We'll just leave the narration open. But if you do the narration, do it in your best movie voice. So the format is starting with Inner World and ending with the title, uh, peppering in little tidbits of the scenes in between, explosion noises, whatever you want to do. What's but, our uh, category? Kay- well, I was going to ask Caleb. Caleb, what is a film that you've loved in the last 10 years? <laughs> Don't say Guardians of the Galaxy because it's a flawed film. And not Nightmare Before Christmas, because we know it's not that one. Yeah. Oh, Caleb, what do you think of stop motion? <laughs> Fucking hate stop motion, but we don't have time. Everybody ride in. Everybody ride time. in. We don't have time to discuss. No, Caleb, don't how much you hate Caleb? Fucking fight him right here. <laughs> Caleb at gmail.com. You can give us a genre, I, I a genre of film, I will like go. rom-com or, or horror. I will or, go with the, la- the last I movie I watched, I think, was The Menu. So maybe we'll go with some kind of... Psychological thriller. Yeah, kind of oh. thriller, kind of... Okay, uh, psychological thriller. Uh, and can you give us just one word, any word at all, to stoke the uh, the juicy, juicy brains of these improvisers? Doubt. Okay, doubt. Psychological thriller. Somebody. That isn't the movie Doubt. That isn't the movie Doubt. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> is there a psychological thriller called Doubt? There is. It's. It's. I mean, a, it's, it's not, not really like a, a thriller, thriller, but it's a psychological drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like <laughs> did did it happen or didn't it happen? This, gotcha. this priest played brilliantly by syphilis Hoffman. I got you. Yeah. Did he have syphilis? No, he did not. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Just a lot of heroin. Poor guy. Rest in peace, man. We love Philip Seymour Hoffman here. Write in if you're a Philip Seymour Hoffman fan. <laughs> just write in. Why? What, is that, what is that going to do? Just write in, please. <laughs> just say, I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. And we'll be like, me too. Cool. Me too, my guy. Me too. Begin. Do it. <laughs> Entertain me. <laughs> hey, uh, Caleb. 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 Uh, yeah. Here's the popcorn. I know you like popcorn. Oh, Can't wait you. for the trailers to start. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Jake, put the scissors away. Put the scissors hey, away. Jake, there's yeah. a hole in this. There's no hole, there's a hole in, in this no, no, popcorn no, 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 bag. No what hole. are you doing? No, no, no that's, that's, Jake. that's accidental. That's accidental. <laughs> that's butter. I swear that's butter. Um, the, trailers are the, Jacob. the trailers are the best part. What are you guys doing here? Caleb and I were just going to sit and watch a movie. Oh, hey guys. Are you here too? Yeah. Is this the improv? <laughs> in a world when you wake up looking like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I didn't look like this last night. It wasn't even, it wasn't even sound like I didn't even look like this last night. Uh, this is weird. Whoa, babe! Why are all these drugs out here? I don't understand. <laughs> and drugs are legal in all states across the world. We cut across and see two long lost relatives. Jerry, Amanda, I, I what are you doing here? What are you doing here? I. It's been such a long time. It's been what, so long. What they don't see is Philip Seymour Hoffman following both of them. Come Let's on. go get coffee. <laughs> How, how's, how's, it, how's it peeping? How's yeah. it peeping, Tommy? What's the, the, sweetheart, those are the, the ones that I get my drugs from. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just in time doing a little bit of business. I think we should, yeah, we should definitely meet up for a coffee sometime. I think their drugs <laughs> turned me into this. <laughs> Fearless Seymour Hoffman lookalike. How are we going to crack this? Dum dum. Philip Seymour Hoffman in The Stalker at Midnight. <laughs> Give me the drugs! <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I'd watch Excellent. it. I'd watch it. I would too. Yeah. I would too. Does that sound like Seymour Hoffman? What? <laughs> yeah. Sounded a little bit. Didn't that's sound so- like him in Capote, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, we only speak Capote. well yeah. of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> So if you are a Philip Seymour Hoffman fan, yeah. don't write Tell us in. how accurate that was. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do one more. Let's get another genre, Caleb. Mm, let's go for the classic. Let's go for the for the rom-com trailer. We got a rom-com trailer and give us another word. Uh, peaches. You said any word. I, any word. Did. You did. You I said did. any word, Caleb. I'm just thinking of the last romance that had a peach in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then thinking about eating. Um, and it all ties back to Army Hammer. Okay. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> I'm lost on that one. To yeah, be honest. I don't know. Uh, call me by your name. Call me by your name. Timothy Chalamet fucked a peach. Um, he fucked a peach. I yeah. Know. I he was just copying American Pie. Come on. Army Hammer's in it, and Army. But it was Hammer. done so artistically. Yeah. Yeah. Not like Green Knight, where it just straight up has a shot of come on Alicia Vikander's hand. <laughs> oh. I think I fell asleep before that part. Okay. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Massive film fans here. We're going to kick off with a rom-com. And the keyword was not come. It was... Peaches. 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 And cream. (laughs) In a world filled with quirky anthropomorphic fruits. Well, hello there, everybody. How is it going? Oh, this is just the banana living his day-to-day life. (laughs) Whoa! Oh, banana, stop leaving your droppings everywhere. I keep oh. slipping on them. Oh, sorry, sorry there, you beautiful peach. <laughs> this isn't psychological thriller again, Michael. <laughs> I'm just going to have a reach around. <laughs> Grandma? Against all odds, will these two different phyla of fruit fall in love? Oh, I'm a stone fruit and you're not. How are we ever going to cross these boundaries? I think we just got to start peeling back. Peeling back what? The outside layers. (laughs) But not everything goes well when things sour up when the citrus come into town. Oh. (laughs) 
banana and a peach that's gross so gross, it's so gross. lemon lime is classic yeah. oh, lemon lime is fine it's burning my flesh what am I gonna do without my skin you said it wouldn't hurt without my skin <laughs> <laughs> well we just gotta squeeze some lemon and lime on it and then it'll feel nice <laughs> ah! This summer, come see Passion Fruit, a love story. Oh, I love you, Peaches. I feel like that was moving into a psychological thriller. It's like a horrifying Veggie Tales. You know what? I tried. I tried. Did great. Did well. Speaking of trying, why don't we try play some D and D? Peter of the Mind Flip. In our last session, you guys uh, ended up. Uh, this is difficult. Wow, well, man! Right? It's a lot of pressure. Okay, okay. Don't undermine me. Um, in your last session, uh, Bias and Azareth ran than into the. No. <laughs> ran into Fuck the, it up. Ran into Fuck the, it up. Ran into the mayoral quarters. Oh, whoops! I mean mayoral quarters. Was that good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mayoral quarters. You followed uh, the baddies in there. As you went in there, you noticed uh, noise coming from behind the door. As the door opened, you saw Mal Mayor Dow. Your shit. Your shit. Your shit. Your shit. Mayor Dow. Boo. Lying on the ground there. Come on. That's With Nim daggers in hands, you proceeded to battle with Nim before turning him into a ninja turtle. Boo. At least I put fucking puns in here, Caleb. When did you think of that one? Uh, on the walk this home with Danny. Yeah. Oh, nice. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally <laughs> as I was taking that jam yeah. video for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, you turned him into a turtle. <laughs> you turned, and you returned to the balls, as you should. Uh, as you came back to the balls, uh, Sephiroth, Agnar were battling with these uh, darker clad men who seemed to be intent on slaughtering the bailmen. Indeed, they had. A Yarwin fighting, Bucky fighting. Uh, many of you dropped. Many of you didn't drop. Uh, your good friend, Edorath, came in through the back door. Uh, as he came in through the back door, he aided nice this fight. Step, nice. nice step. As the baddies seemed to leave, as they left, uh, Edorath was dropped a couple of times and revived. Uh Agnar was dropped once and revived, and as the baddies ran out the front door, Azareth fucked their shit up with a fireball uh, after they looked at him and kind of said, let's get out of here. While this was happening, Bias went around back of the balls. And so, uh, what now? Bias went around back of the balls to find what appears to be a blood streak leading to the trees where you found Pierup sacks in his arms. You proceeded to prompt Pierup to remember, and with an, an astonishing saving throw he kind of looked at you with a little bit of abject horror housekeeping you remember you guys you have exhaustion you have exhaustion so you have disadvantage on your ability checks Mm -hmm. our good friend Agnar after being revived you are exhausted one point of exhaustion I'm not frightened anymore though right Edorath after dropping twice you have two levels of exhaustion and something is buzzing over your body with these two levels of exhaustion we will get to you bias you're there pierup in front of you clutching sacks with uh, arrows coming out of her sternum uh the blood leaking all around her she seems to be completely out of it uh pierup is pulling back from you as you attempted to cast this spell on him what would you like to do Oh fuck! Uh, in, uh, I just thought of something second I could have done. Uh, I am first of all, I'm gonna uh, to my god and say <laughs> <laughs> and and say, just give me this fucking one and do harness divine power and regain a second level spell slot as a bonus action. Nice. <gasps> this energy comes to you. It is both life and death. It fills your spell slot. And feeling that life and death, I'm gonna, <laughs> ah, ah, I'm gonna grab stored by both shoulders, point them down at Sax, and cast command again and command to heal. Command, uh, Peru. Oh, got you, got you. Okay, uh, what is the saving throw for this command? 
Uh, it's not great. It's you got to roll in that one, basically. Um, it is. Maybe this will be great for a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Wisdom fifteen. <laughs> Sorry. Wisdom fifteen. That's cocked. Oh, that's cocked. That's, that's the most cocked oh, guy oh, I've ever seen. Oh. oh, that is a sixteen. Oh. Oh. As you kind of jab into him and, and command him to heal, he kind of looks at you. His eyes wide and kind of eyes you up and down. Uh, uh, drags Sax even further away and says, "Pierup, Pierup." Uh, that's my action. That's my bonus action. Um, as a move action, can I just? We're in role play. You can do whatever you want, my man. Uh. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, okay. Well, if you're not going to do it, then I'm going to. And I just like rake his back to get his blood and just start drinking his blood. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you rake his back. He shouts out in pain. Can you roll uh, Can you roll an attack roll for me? An attack roll. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is on Pierre Roop? This is on Pierre Roop. Yep. Uh, that is a 10 with my claws. As your, as your claws rake into him, uh, his skin seems to bulk out and reinforce. There's some sort of sheen, this, this yellowy golden sheen as you try to rake your claws in and you, you can't pierce his flesh. Nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, nails on a chalkboard. In fact, your nails like dull ever so slightly as you rake down him. And Pierre Roup is kind of upstanding. He doesn't know what to do. He's, he's frail, he's thin, he's skinny, and he looks terrified of you. Um, he kind of looks back out to the mist, looks to you. Sax on the ground there. You're just as useless as I have been. I have nothing I can do. I am out. Honestly, I might try one more time to do that. Go for it. You step to him. He kind of raises his hands in defense. I think Luke's going to find out a little bit more what Pierrup can do. Uh, it's just something to get him doing something useless. Turtle skin boots. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you, uh, uh, that would so be an eight. You're trying to command? Oh, to rake him? I, yeah. I have no more Unfortunately, you, you rake down him. Uh, can you go ahead and make a constitution, Do something. constitution saving throw for me as his eyes blink and <laughs> this blinding light shoots from them? Uh, saving throw, Khan. Khan. 16. 16. Okay. Your eyes blink as this light sears your eyeballs, your cheeky little eyeballs. Uh, as they do for a moment, you are blinded. You can't see anything. And when you blink, uh, uh, Pierre Rupp has kind of backed away from you, his eyes glowing, and he kind of clutches at them. There's, there's kind of sizzling coming from behind. Good. Hands. Let it come out. Remember. And I'm going to double clot. Uh, no, I'm going to swing my hammer. Ooh. Okay. Go ahead Damn. and swing your hammer. <laughs> Force him to remember. Remember. Uh, that's, I'm purposely not trying to hit him. I'd say nine. Nine. <laughs> you miss again. Uh, and this time his You're whole out, body You're bursts <laughs> with this radiant energy. Can you go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw for me? Nope. All dice are hitting me tonight. That's a nine. Okay. You take 17 points, Yikes. 17 points of fire damage. Uh, and on top of that, you take 10, 15, 16 points of radiant damage. As this burst, I am unconscious. Bias, you drop unconscious, and we cut away from you. Back inside, balls. Just here. <laughs> All your limbs go inside your shell when you go unconscious. The shell just stays there. <laughs> it's like when you kill a Cooper in yeah. Mario. <laughs> He's walking around in a diaper now. He's like, <laughs> uh, as we cut back inside, uh, Bucky breathing heavily. Mistress Ayawan there with the glaive. Uh, looking at you all, you need to know when to stop. You need to learn when the battle is lost. Are you okay? Looking at all of you. Yes, I think so. Uh, are you okay? I am fine. I wouldn't have lived with myself if everyone in this fucking building got slaughtered. At this point, Azareth, you're coming in through the front door. We need to account for whoever's here, whoever's safe. We need to move quickly. Secure this. Secure the town. Can I count on you? Yeah. Yes. Azareth, you step on in. Immediately, Bucky, bow and arrow out at you. Ayawan looks at Bucky and then kind of holds her glaive out. It's all right. Those three that just left won't be getting very far. Where's Bias? I don't know. Wasn't he with you? Yes, we sort of took care of everything at City Hall and you guys hadn't returned or met us, so we thought we would come help you and we decided to... Took care of things at City Hall. Um... (sighs) 
Does the name Nim ring a bell? Y- yes. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Well, uh, <laughs> it, this is this is not bias. This is he just on the ground, <laughs> unconscious, like. <huh. laughs> uh, and Azrith will pull out the little turtle. This is not bias. <laughs> 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 this is Nim. Uh, that doesn't look like Nim. Well, no, it, it'll be Nim for an hour. Um, did you get anything out of him? Any information? No, I had to. I got fucking hit in the head so hard. What the fuck did you just say? It was Nim. It was Nim. Nim was. I'm assuming. Yes. Nim wasn't a turtle. No. No. Nim was this unimpressive elf-like. Right. Fellow. Yes, that's Nim. Yes, this is, well, I was able to subdue him in, in this, and right. just kind of avoid the little snapping mouth. On ah! <laughs> and uh, how did, how did you know that, how did you know that he was behind this? I didn't. So you just turned him into a turtle just because? <laughs> well, oh, I mean, I didn't know he was behind this before, but it was his voice. Wait, oh, was he was the one who was The voice. What happened in the mayoral quarters? Uh, the mayor's past. Past what? Away. Uh, rather violently due to this little guy. So Due to Nim? Yes. Nim was his friend. Well, Nim is has not been honest. You haven't been honest. And I'm trying to make right by that Bakanov. Bias and I, we split up and I was coming through the front and he was going through the back of balls. Oh shit, we're on back up. We gotta go. We're good, we're good. We gotta go. Oh, oh, uh, well, we should, I mean... We need to make sure that everybody's, you know... Was there anyone left alive in the... Alive in here, if if there might be... There is no one alive in here. Okay. The fire is kind of raging through. You see bodies around you on the ground. The receptionist out front there. The rest of the town. How's the rest of the town? How did the rest of the town look on the way over? Scarred and people running and screaming, but (laughs) as far as you could tell, you didn't see any more of those black clad figures. Well, when I arrived here, it, was, it seemed to have been quieting down a bit. I think that, well, if there are any survivors from the attack, then they've ran off. Pucky? Yeah? Lock down balls. Keep a straight face. Lock down balls. I'm going to move to the mayoral quarters. I'm going to alert Chief Homduk and let him know that his assistance may be needed here, or that there may be trouble heading his way. Can I count on you to help Pucky secure balls? Straight face. Secure <laughs> balls. Make sure everything's okay. Yes. We really yes. stop holding public town hall meetings to name things. <laughs> <laughs> it was a vote. <laughs> well, we should probably put the fires out. Yes, put the fires out. Do right. what you can. Okay. Uh, Sax is out there with Pierre hiding. I will re- uh, rendezvous with her as soon as possible. Uh, okay. I'll be back. We- she kind of strides out, uh, swinging the glaive, <laughs> walking past. Adarath, what is it? Your face says that you know something. Uh, we need to get out back quick. Okay. Can I get a little more information? Is this a come take a look at this cliche? Uh, maybe. <laughs> come take a look at Don't this. judge me. <laughs> okay. It's cliche for a reason. Agnar. Oh, okay. Doctor, Agnar, doctor, if, I go, if I go with Adarath, can you Why and Azareth? Yes, I Wait, can. well, it depends. Why is... Would I be useful yes. out back? But, uh, Stop talking, more yeah. walking. Yep. Thank, thank you. Okay. okay. You put out fires and, and we'll go see what we're going to go see. Okay. <laughs> and I will put uh, Nim and back in the little satchel. Shut up, you. Whoop. You put him back in. Uh, time's ticking down with that, just, just <coughs> so you know. Uh, not, too, not too much at this point. It's only been like five minutes, but yeah, you go now. Uh, you run through the corridor, almost slipping on the blood that's kind of slick on the floor. There's like that gym sneaker kind of like... <coughs> As you kind of run through, around the corner, you burst the door open, uh, the back door of balls. Where are you staying back? Sorry, I'm, I'm staying with you, put out fires, and you two are going. As you burst open the back door of balls, you see in the trees there, you see a slumped figure, legs on the ground. You see Bias's shell-like body there, and you see Pierre Roup over the top. He looks up, his hands are glowing. Bias, 37 points of healing. No, I didn't mean heal me. Pierre kind of looks looks up uh, meekly. Uh, His hands fizzle out from him. Uh, The the glow fizzles out from his hands. He looks up and says, Pierre Pierre and kind of gestures to the body of Sax and the body of Bias, who comes to. (sighs) I meant heal her, not heal me. What the fuck is going on out here? Pierre You see the body of Sax lean up against a tree. 
Oh no! Um, I'm going to run to it and initially just uh, as I'm running prep, uh, spare the dying touch. Excellent. You run forward. You lay your hands on Sax. Uh, How does your spare the dying look and work? Um, you just see a kind of similar to to what Biarub, I guess. Uh, just like a like a sunlighty kind of glow to the hands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there's that sunlighty glow to the hands. You make your, you trace her wounds. You keep your hands over where the arrows hit. There is no change. Oh. Her eyes are glassy, open. And you look across. Pierre Rupp is, his eyes are darting between her, Edarath, and Bias. And his eyes are glassy with tears. And he's kind of shrugging back from your group a little bit. Pierre Rupp. Kind of slowly towards the mist. Pierre, what happened? Pierre, gestures to Edarath and gestures to the body of the uh, the assassin that has the bow lying next to them. Gestures to Sax. and then gestures to himself. The, the kind of blood down him that leaked from uh, Sax points at bias. Jaw set. He goes Pierup. And then he looks to you, Bias, and his gaze softens ever so slightly, and he kind of holds out a hand and says, Okay. I remember you, daft idiot. Got a hard shell, Bias. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little too late. She was already dead when you got here. Not quite. I see. We swing back inside in this action moment to see Azareth. And Sephiroth, just kind of standing there, both of you looking up at this corridor that's just filling with flames. Just So I don't actually have any way to put out fire. (laughs) (laughs) I I sort of figured, but uh, anyways. I'm kind um, of more of a fire maker, not a fire putter. (laughs) I can try and and tame a little bit of it, and uh, Azareth will... Um, using a combination of prestidigitation to put out any like sort of smaller flames or like kind of control the spread of them and a ray of frost. I'll just kind of be trying to. Yeah, it is a very ineffective way of putting out the fire, but you are spending a lot of time and a lot of energy on this. At this point, it is raging um, as you're kind of prestidigitating when like a little 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 embers you're like no 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 and then you're like ray of frost and as the ray of frost comes over uh the frost melts pretty quickly and kind of drops into this like this sizzle of frosty frosty water um and eventually after a fair bit of time i just go into a corner and empty my water skin (laughs) and start peeing just take a squat How no, I haven't drank. I haven't drank anything today. <laughs> How yeah. much time does that take? This would take around like 10, 15, 20 okay. minutes or so. Like you can just keep doing it. It is not going down. Uh, balls is, the balls are on fire. Great <laughs> balls of DP, fire. Goodness gracious. I, I don't, I can't. It's too, it's too much. It's too much for me. Well, then we did our best, but I don't think there's anything we can do to put this out. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All we can do is look for other people in the building as we leave and the entryway <laughs> collapses. Well, not through the front door. <laughs> Go apparently. out the back. Okay. You run through the corridors. Astroth! Spirit! It's collapsing. We gotta go. We're coming. You guys run through the corridor out the back, right as the roof of the balls <laughs> collapses in. And there's just this big towering inferno where balls once were. You run out, Azareth, Sephiroth, you see in front of you your party. You see Sephiroth, gonna be okay. Sax on the ground, arrows in her, and Pierup in somewhat of a standoffish kind of state, not too far from Agnar. I, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. If, if I'd gotten here earlier, maybe, but... I'm not worried about me, I'm worried about Arwen. Shh. Agnar, it's not your fault. The god of life and death is unbiased and takes what he wants when he wants. Just a, a little bit away from the group, I'm just going to grab Azareth's uh, forearm and just like pull him back a little bit and just very quietly I'm just going to say, did you know when this would happen? No. Look me in the eyes and swear that you did not know when this would happen. I swear I don't know when it was going to happen. I just, I didn't even know if it was going to happen. 
I didn't know what their plan was. Two arrows catch the corners of your clothing, Azareth, and kind of pin the tree beside you as Bucky comes around the corner, knocking another two arrows. Talk now. All right, I get it, Bakanov. If you hurt me, you risk releasing Nim again, and he can get away. I understand. All right, I get it. Bucky, I believe him. Sprinkle the light, Bucky. This one fought Nim on his own. Bucky looks at you, Bias, and says, Sprinkle the light? For a little bit. A slice. Not a whole cake, just a slice. Nods curtly and just marches off in the direction of the town hall. Without saying anything, I'll just pull the two arrows out of the tree from beside him and walk back to the group. Looks for any There's just a quick little... His two arrows hit again. Bucky just looks at you and does the two eyes to his eyes, two eyes to your eyes. Oh, so he did mean to miss. That's good to know. All right. And he walks away. You can deal with those ones yourself. Good thing you didn't hit He just rips through them. Right, speaking of the turtle, I only got a few moments left on this, so we should... Do you want any information about him? Through him? Is there a way to bind him so he'll stay bound when he comes back to his regular form? I'm open to options. I don't know. Is there a prison here or something? I'm pretty sure everything is burnt, so I don't know if there's anything we can necessarily use. There might be a jail or something we could look for. Well, I don't think he's sort of... I think he's pretty tired out, so I don't think if he has any abilities, I don't think he's got many left, so... (laughs) (laughs) I would not bet on that. Just saying, it's... We have to let him out and just tie him up or something. It's an option. True. I mean... I think that... I think we should tie him up in in a cage or something like we did with... um, Or not like we did, but like what happened at the... um... Whilst Bias and I were in the town hall, one of the other assassins had mentioned something about ships. He said, we better be gone by the time the ships arrive. So my bet is that this was phase one to secure a landing for the ships. And I, I don't know how long the ships would take to get here. I don't know how long ago they left, but Nim probably has the answers. Well, I, I think Mr. Sayawan should probably hear about that. That sounds like very important. Why didn't you lead with that? I was getting shot by arrows and there's a lot going on. All right. So I think the information is going to just come out as it's supposed to. Another arrow just passes the man. top of your head somewhere in the town where Bucky's just. Bring Nim. Let's go find Bucky and Mistress Erwin. And- right. Not much of balls to secure anymore. So no. And hopefully I'm sure she can help us securing Nim. She's quite powerful and. I'm sure she'll want to ask him some questions as well. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to go over and to Sax's body and take out, and I know they're having that conversation. Um, or this happened when they were doing their water stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our water jug. Ineffective. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I want to take out the I arrows. Want to be a water genesis. Yep. So yep. yep. um, kind of take them out. They're lodged in there pretty deep. Yeah, um, if I have to push him through, I will. But I didn't. I prepare. Snap back, wave. push him through. Yeah, gotcha. Gonna start to do sort of sort of death rites, mm-hmm. funeral rites for um, preparation of the body, mm-hmm. where any of my past targets, kind of thing. After I killed them, I had to prep them for the god. I'm gonna start mm-hmm. to kind of do that. Yeah, um, like take a take a little water thing out, wash the face, wash the wounds. Mm-hmm. And then as we go to go to move, I'm going to pick up the body and take it with me. Uh, no, she stays with me. All right, you take her, fine. We should bring lift her, up. her with us, though. Okay, you go to move away. Uh, Azareth will just kind of be like looking at Pierre Roop, just being like, what? Like thinking to himself. Pierre Roop is standing there. He's not following. Pierre Roop. Pierre Roop. You should come with us to find Mistress Seawen. I don't think you'll be safe. By yourself here. Pierup, He kind of gestures to Edorath and gestures to Bias and gestures to Sax. Pierup? Yeah, the man can look after himself, to be honest. If he wants to stay here, he can stay here. I suggest coming with us. We probably don't want anybody else to find him. They might use him for. Can I get persuasion roll with advantage from you, Agnar? Mm hmm. That is. A dirty 20. 
Okay. Pierrup looks at you, Edarath, looks at you, Agnar, and he kind of trots on over to you, Agnar, making sure he keeps bias away from him. He stands, he puts you between him and bias. Okay. Okay. That he remembers. Great. Bias. What? Okay. What? Why are you shaking your head at me? Agnar says nothing and just... <laughs> Someone's hungry. Trotting off. Someone's stomach must be growling. <laughs> As you guys trot off the burning, burning balls behind you, you head back to the main street. You see what look to be uh, various um, individuals, various uh, <laughs> Asimov, Adolkin, Furbolg, Dragon, You see various individuals moving about the town cautiously, kind of uh, 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 making sure people that have tripped over have been lifted up. Like it seems like a town kind of calming down from the craziness. And indeed, you see a bunch of people running with uh, buckets uh, out from around behind one of the buildings where you guess maybe there's a well or something and then they run out and toss them on the ball's fire. But at this point, it's it's too far gone and the bodies in there are all definitely lost. Do we come out the front? You come around the back of the Balls Academy and all the different huts there. You're on like the tree line, mist line and all the other uh, places there. And as you kind of walk between various wooden huts, um, you make your way back out onto the main street where you and Bias ran straight at the town hall. Could I see the the remains of the fireball area? Is that close by? Yeah, as you come around the side of the buildings, you look back at the front of balls uh, and you can see that your fireball kind of clipped the beginning of the building. There's an enormous black scorch mark across the earth and three kind of curled hand figures that are just like ah! on they're the ground. Completely they're completely charred. They're completely charred. Okay. Yeah, they're like, Completely crispy fried. So tasty. <laughs> so tasty. Uh, you guys, where are you heading? Any sound of battle anywhere? Make a perception check for me. Ooh, 14. I should have been using you. Uh, 14 plus perception. 19. Doesn't seem to be any sounds of battle. Does it seem there's any like group or like where people are gathering like as we're walking through the town? People are gathering at the Bowls Academy to try and stop the fire. There are, there are various bodies out from the Bulls Academy that are the people that got shot with arrows. Uh, people are kind of turning them over and kind of similar to the way Bias kind of prepared them. They're kind of laying their arms across themselves and kind of lining them up next to each other. Like they can, we could go to Town Hall and... I think that's where Aaron said that she was going. Way. Anyone seen Mistress Alwyn? So she was heading for the mayor's office. Yes, so she did should... see that. Yeah, someone run, trots past and she's like, yeah, the, mayor's, the mayor's office. I gotta go put out this fire. I hesitate to say thank you, but thank you. You see a very small <laughs> boy with an enormous bucket on his head, and the bucket's kind of sloshing over. Oh, cool, blimey! Oh, <laughs> shh! It's, it's a raging fire! Oh, no! Help! Help! Uh, don't worry, Pip. We found the rest of the boys so, and girls. You're not going to be on your oh, own. The boy, oh, that's so good that maybe they can work some of these jobs. <laughs> and then I could be a real boy again. Pip, get yourself over I'm here! Bad, I'm good! <laughs> You see, as Pip runs over, uh, while he's got the bucket on his head, they literally just pick up Pip and the bucket at the same time and toss him and sit him back on the ground and go, 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 and kind of pat him on the back and he runs back to the well. Quite frankly, I don't know if they need more. (laughs) Imagine a whole, like, 15 to 20 kids all with buckets on the head just getting picked up and tossed at the fire and sat back down and sent off. Maybe if we did bring the kids, we could have stopped the fire. You Child labor. <laughs> Put out the Could've fire. The balls. If I had, had a couple of spell slots, I have uh, Korean Destroy Water. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I do. Handy. You make your way yeah. over to the mayoral offices as you head up the steps there, head down the corridor. The door to the mayoral office, mayoral office is open. Uh, you can see that the, the chair is still tipped over. Uh, Mr. Sayawan is kind of leaning over the body, like crouched down, leaning over the body like CSI style. Um, her glaive strapped to her back. Uh, as you pass the offices, you indeed see the, the, the two guys that you completely fucked Eviscerated. up. Eviscerated. Yeah. And as you trot on through Walk with- garden training. <clears throat> with, an, <laughs> with around 40 minutes left on your polymorph, I'll say, um, you make your way into the offices of the uh, recently departed Mayor Dowell Adkiss. As you step in, Mr. Siyawan looks up. Uh, as you step in, Immediately to, to your left, you see Bucky kind of standing there in the corner, kind of a little bit shell-shocked, like someone who's seen their first battle and the adrenaline starting to wear off. Come in. Come in. Uh, before we all come in, uh, Mr. Sayawan. Yeah. 
you might want to prepare yourself. Looks at each of you in turn. The light of life has left Saks, and I'll just wave Ederath to come in. I would have been slowly trailing behind, limping. She looks up. She kind of face drops, tilts her head a little bit, and just goes, No. Arwen is cruel. He has no prejudice for who he takes. This is not a god's doing. This is a person's doing. She In gets the name up, of a god. Walks around the table, um, kind of holds her arms out to you, Edarath, as if to take the body. I'm sorry. Sorry I couldn't help her. Just gives you a, a look. A look of hurt, of pain, of fucking anger, but no blame. And scoops the body, lays her down, right near Bucky, actually. Lays her down, kind of leans down. Who, who prepared her? That'd be me. She leans down, gives Sax a, a gentle kiss on the forehead, gentle kiss on the lips. Takes a moment. We don't have a lot of time to act. Whatever's happened here is the beginning of something. You points at Azareth, tips the mare's chair up, the turtle. Now. Pulls it out of the satchel, walks over on the chair, on the desk. Would you? The chair. Put him on the chair. And I'll just take like a few steps back into the corner. She pulls out her glaive. And kind of using only the glaive as has it pointed at the, the tip pointed at the, the turtle's shell. Kind of drags it across and pushes it up into a corner. Yeah, that'll do it. And says, if you wouldn't mind. Wait, wait, tell her about the ships first. So she, she has the information before she asks questions. Buck goes down the hole, mentioned uh, something about ships. Something about we should be gone from here by the time the ships arrive. And all ready. We sent a bird for Chief Khamduk, but fuck knows how long that's going to take. You know birds in this place. All right, and I will just kind of snap and then drop the concentration. You drop the concentration and Nim in his elven form <laughs> appears. Uh, he immediately grabs for his daggers and she goes and slices him under the armpits with her glaive. And he goes, oh! and she takes a step back and says, somebody talk to him or I'll gut him. And she steps back and Nim is there kind of arms Slightly limp, blood gushing from him. Not fatal wounds, but pretty fucking nasty. And he looks up and he says, Ah, uh, old friends, uh, dear adventurers. <laughs> Hi, them. Wish we could say it's nice to see you, but it's fucking not. <laughs> I'm just going to keep an Eldritch Blast, like, ready in my hand. And Azareth is going to cast Detect Thoughts for now. Just get surface thoughts. He is plotting and calculating. He is looking at each of you for a weapon for a way out he's literally just glancing around looking for a gap in the room that's all you're getting on his surface thoughts right now like survival 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 nim was it don't do anything stupid i know everything you're about to do before you even do it you know my uh, voice and now you know my name how about yours comrade i'm gonna go pick up the daggers the daggers are on him i'm gonna take the daggers off him Okay. Um, you go, as you we, take the daggers off him. You take one just plain looking dagger. You take one that seems to have uh, a, a bit of a, a tracing of runes on it. And it kind of buzzes and kind of like a, like a, a glitched TV image in your hand. Azareth will just sort of turn away, cross his arms and kind of lightly pace around. You are aware that this one works for the same person I do, right? How come he is not in this chair? <laughs> Well, he's proven himself, but you haven't yet. You have a chance to, though. We might just let you live. We uh, haven't decided, though. Ah, uh, just like your friend here, let me live. Your bully, your hypocrite. What, you led us into the mist without guidance? I led you into the mist without guidance. I think it was kind of fair. You accuse me of secrets, and you have your own secrets, and you kick me out. Yawin strides across, glaive slices him under the kneecap, like around the back, and... <laughs> ah! Fuck! Ah! Answer the questions. I'll take your fucking head. When are they coming? And I will probe deeper into his mind on okay. the first question. What's my saving throw, my uh, boy? Fifteen wisdom. Fifteen wisdom. He has plus zero to his wisdom saving throw. I don't okay. like that smile. I don't like that smile. <laughs> Man, Take we, a picture. If we caught that. Uh, as you probe deeper into his mind, there is a fog of shadow that is both familiar and foreign to you. 
eerie. You hate it. To push through it is, and as you push through that fog, you get, you get images of ships, dozens of galleons moving across the ocean. You get a bird's eye view of what looks like Jekyll, the Severian coast, um, the ships moving across. You <laughs> spins across and you get images of him on various sending stones, sending orders. You get what seems to be a, a need for a bailman, only one bailman, and Nim, Nim's mind is open to you. Are you in? Uh, I don't know if anyone would have saw it. Would have known if I probed deep. Okay, great. If you um, cast the spell, they would know you have cast a spell. Okay. Unless you have meta magic to hide it. So uh, yeah. I probably wouldn't know what the spell was. So yeah. I'll just, uh, with this dagger, I'm going to go to him and say, you asked him if you work for the same person. You didn't ask me. And I'm going to pull out the coin and hold the coin that I gave um, Mr. Sayawan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mr. Can I get that coin back? Do you have it on you? <laughs> Flicks it to you. <laughs> Um, do I catch it? Yes, you do. For drama purposes. <laughs> uh, and I hold it to him and like, now do we work for the same person? And this is your coin to do with your... Arwen. Uh, looks, at it, yeah. looks at it. It's a frown. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I'm going to hold the dagger to his knee and be like, mm, what do you think the answer? It's a fucking coin. I know nothing about the deities. Azareth, in his mind, he is perplexed at this question he seems to truly not know what the hell the coin is or even give a shit about Oren. bias if he is serving your god he doesn't know it it's probably the same thing with brigantia and i asked when 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 are they coming you azareth in his mind as he kind of stares down sephiroth refusing to answer you get a ping of some sort of almost alchemical burst something exploding on the shoreline and as that alchemical burst that that purple or not purple that bluey kind of yellowy burst the ships turn and immediately head towards the coastline you gather that this is some sort of signal that he has to let them know it is okay to enter on uh his mind kind of islands and you watch as his brain his mind flickers to the inside pocket of his vest there um I'll sort of walk over and just pull whatever's out. Small vial, very, very small vial of what looks to be a viscous liquid inside, a bluey yellowy. As you tilt it back and forth, the vial itself gets very, very warm, almost like a nitroglycerin mixture. That You're like, oh, okay. Uh, now, how'd you know that was there? Because he is one of us, obviously. He knows these things. <laughs> and I think he's reading your mind. Impossible. Oh, I, great. Then I'll ask I the question. I am a fortress. And you see in don't his head, think just of a, like, like, oh, yeah, go for don't it. Don't think yeah. of a purple elephant. What? There's no, and you see. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Bias, <laughs> stop distracting him, please. It's hard enough to follow along. <laughs> and the ships turn into purple elephants and then shut the ground. <laughs> and then shut the, the fuck up, would you please? Right. Uh, now, one final question. What's the. You and your questions. You yeah, love one, your one questions. Question. I love you questions. question all the time. Has anyone questioned you about Well, your... I have one more. And then you I'm, say that and you always come out with more. Okay. <laughs> when we were in the mist That's time, usually how questions work. They give more answers, more, less questions. You know what I mean. Less um, questions, more answers? <laughs> yes, the one. Wait. Before I hand you over to the weirdly silent, silent fellow behind me and the other silent woman next to him, what was the next step of this plan? The next step was to claim the land. That's the overall goal, but what was the next step? Now remember... The person on the floor. The shores. The foot. The foot hit Mate. the ground. Shut up, Nim. Fuck. The soldiers march on in. It happened once before. They were going to use again. this as a signal. It's very seemingly volatile. So as long as this doesn't go up, I don't think it's safe for them to land. So, so they they haven't used it yet. They're not here yet. Not unless someone else has another one of these as a contingency plan. I'm not sure. And did you have a way to signal them if it wasn't safe? The plan works or it doesn't. They will wait. They're always waiting. But how, I mean, how would they make it through the mists? With a bellman and his eyes flicker to Bucky. Bucky kind of steps back a little bit. We needed but one. Mistress Sayawan, how many bellmen are left? 
Oh shit, we left one back in the village. As far as I know, only Bucky. And, well, we did meet one who, in, in Kron, um, and he's there with the children. Or he was there with the children. Nims. So he wasn't here, Agnar. so he's not. Nims' eyes widen. Oh. Ayawan looks at you and says, If there are ships on the shores, there are people waiting to invade. Chief Khamduk is on his way. He is a worthy successor to Mayor Dal Adkis, but more must be done. Allies must be called, or the head of this terrifying invasion must be sliced off. After you, if you want to do it, here's one head. He is not the head. <laughs> He's one of them. Not all heads have to be the top head. You cut off the lower heads and you lose the ability to gain information about the top heads. As they're talking, I'm just going to walk in really close to Nim and say, um, I'd like that sending stone, please. Which one? Oh, all of them. Everything you have on you. And you can hand it to me or, or I can take them. It's you up to truly you. think I have dozens of sending stones on me? Oh, I'm sure you've got <laughs> sneaky rocks. little pockets everywhere, but I would like you to hand them to me. By all means, search me. You will not find sending stones. Do, can I, like, if he's thinking about sending stones, would I be able to... Yeah. about where he would have stashed them? Or You get uh, images of his homestead, a humble homestead here, not too different to what you had back in Kuan. You get images of him uh, almost World War II style, sitting at a table, speaking into one, putting it aside, smashing it. Speaking into one, sending it aside, smashing it, pushing all of the gravel into a pile, and it is there in his homestead still. I think they're gone, Svirth. I'm going to cast Mind Sliver at him. Okay, what is the saving throw for Mind Sliver? Uh, 15 intelligence. Okay, that is a 16 oh. as the Mind Sliver hits him. Go ahead and roll your damage. Oh no, is it a cantrip, Mind Sliver, or is it a leveled spell? No, it's a it's a cantrip. Okay, yeah, so but- it does not affect him. As you try to pierce his brain, he looks at you and he says, if you're going to kill me, just slit my throat. You'll get no more information out of me. Hold on, my friend, and I'll put my fingers to his temple mm-hmm. and cast Mind Sliver. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's Fucking the saving throw? <laughs> 15 intelligence. He got a dirty 20. Oh. He looks at you and he says, my help you out. has been fortified, as has yours. You are of elven kind like me. I know why I fight on the side of humans. I'm curious whether your friends have quizzed you on why you fight on the side of humans. Oh, we haven't gotten around to all our dirty backstories, but I'm sure we will soon. I'm sure people are clamoring to know about your dirty backstories. <laughs> We're all hypocrites one way or another. What can you tell me about Queen Bandrian? No, always with the questions, huh? <laughs> Queen Bandrian? Hmm. She is a sovereign on a warpath to raid bucked of its supplies in order to achieve a greater goal. I have my reasons for supporting her. And you see Azareth in his head, a flash of a dwarven male, beautiful beard. Uh, it's essentially Ron Swanson. <laughs> As that flash is beautiful, man. <laughs> uh, you essentially see Nim with this dwarf holding hands. You see the nation, this, this, this pockmarked nation of Neodract with uh, explosions and arcana and enormous beasts that, that are, are these horrible aberrations and monstrosities. And you see them both standing out over a valley watching this happen, holding hands. And then as you're watching this, your vision kind of clouds and fades. And the dwarven male is ripped from Nim. Nim drops to his knees screams at the sky. You then see a montage of him trekking across this long, long desert. Uh, he seems to be moving past this valley. You see down in the valley, the hasty regatash roars past. As he continues onward, he reaches the city of Oyer, this human city of class disparity. Is that the right word? Yeah, class disparity. Um, and as he walks through, essentially being stared at by humans, this war-torn, half-elven, elven man, straight up to the gates of Queen Banrian's castle. And as he kind of hits his fist on it, the vision kind of fades and shifts. He's on his knees in front of, you see these beautiful, beautiful regal feet, uh, like 
like top shit on um on wiki feet uh, <laughs> and as his gaze kind of rocks up there's a, v- a blurring and you see these eyes glowing behind this blur almost he then sets off from oyer with what appears to be a bag of holding two daggers nothing more on a ship a journey to bocked a Cafe in Kuan watching spots would appear to be a number of travellers at a message board. Stands up and walks towards the party. So you think because someone took someone you loved, that gives you the right to take other people's loves from them? I think your total friend here would agree with me. An eye for an eye. No? Am I wrong? I walk over to Queen, uh, not Queen, um, she's a queen. Mistress <laughs> AR one. Step on me, AR one. Uh, and I just look at her from three feet underneath her head. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> look up and be like, I, I lied to you earlier. The god of life and death is extremely biased. He chooses who he kills, he sends people after. The ones he wants in his realm. This might not be the head of everything, but this is the head of the invasion force that killed Sax. And I'll hand her the dagger. I'm like, he's not wrong. An eye for an eye. She looks at you. She says, Your God chooses those to be killed. To what end? Takes the dagger in her hand. Oh my God. She steps over to Nim. Raises the dagger. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Bitter of the mind flip. Thanks for listening to Theater of the Mind Flayer. We go live on all good podcast app every Tuesday at what time? I don't know. Do you oh, know? Um, no. Every time? All the time. 2 a.m., 7 p.m. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And if you didn't like it, then? Then turn it off and never listen to it again? No. They could turn it on and listen to it again and find something better about it and they actually like it. That works. Reach out to us on Twitter at mindflayer underscore pod and Instagram at theater of the mindflayer.